be real about predictions. Yay, yay. What is good? What is good? What is good? I'm trying to predict something without actually saying it by the title of my name by saying Final Four. I'm just going to put Final Four there. I'm going to put a question mark, and I'm going to leave there where it is. Mm, okay. Sounds All right, good. my friend. I know what you're talking about. We all know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just going to leave there where we're talking about. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. We, I, I honestly do not think the world is ready for what's about to transpire in this city. I, I do not think the world is ready. Or I know we don't have a talk bit on we don't have a segment on this, but or them, but I I, I know they played LLC referring to uh, the Memphis basketball team. Sorry for those who who don't know, but Memphis target basketball team looks great. And I know they play LLC. I know like you know it's it's an exhibition game, whatever. But they they look good. I will say that. Final Four is in New Orleans. Not that far. Ah, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. There you go. See? See? Uh-huh. See? I got hey, I to go ahead and get my flight and my Zion jersey ready. Oh, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, you're doing too much now. You got too much. Right, I'll start, start to show. I'll start to show. I can't wear a Zion jersey? All right, Trevor. No, you cannot wear a Zion jersey. But speaking of uh, New Orleans and, you know, Final Fours and things of that nature. Um, <laughs> before I start with my two controversy uh, segment, I forgot to update you guys last week. <clears throat> excuse me, with my uh, results from two weeks ago. So ended up going four and one uh, two weeks ago, and then just last week I went two and one. Almost a perfect week, but not close. But no cigar, unfortunately, thanks to the Panthers. But uh, so now it brings my record on the season to twenty and fifteen. So your boy still riding high over 500 right now with these pits and these bets. So uh, with that being said, uh, today in the college, as I mentioned to the guys before we started, we're going to be in the trap today because it is nothing but trap games today in the world of college football. Um, Seems as though everybody has a spread unless they're just completely garbage. Everyone's spread is at least four or less for mm-hmm. most of these good matchups. So, um, and for this one, I'm going to stay in the SEC for these two. Um, this is good. My first one's going to be kind of an upset pick, but I think this is probably going to happen. They're actually favorite. I'm going to take Auburn as a two and a half favorite at home against Old Miss. Um, Old Miss, of course, is coming off a, Pretty much has been rolling the pretty much the entire season. Of course, their last few games, they were at Neyland. Of course, the big win at Neyland. They blew out LSU. Um, but they got injuries piling up, and it's so it's only so much and so long that you can keep this uh, thing on the road going whatever. So, well, they had the home game against LSU. I'm sorry. But so at some point, Ole Miss is going to take some kind of a dip just a little bit. And then they have these injuries piling up. Auburn is actually pretty good. They'll be able to run the ball, um, especially with Bo Nix and things of that nature. So this Bo is Nix definitely is a trap playing. game. Sorry. If Sorry, Ole Miss does... Bo Nix is still playing for Yes, Auburn? he's still the quarterback for Auburn, yes. I feel like <laughs> Bo Nix has been there for like five years. Yeah, it, it, it feels like it. But, um, yeah, Auburn, Auburn will be able to run the football, should be able to run the football exceptionally well. Uh, Ole Miss is a little banged up from all the injuries suffered over the – you know, past couple of weeks and things of that nature. Ole Miss can still win this game, but I think Auburn ultimately pulls away. 
and I think they covered this uh, two and a half spread. Uh, so give me Auburn by three there. Uh, staying in the SEC and staying with another uh, quote unquote top team. I'm um, looking at Kentucky at Mississippi State. Uh, I'm actually not going to bet the spread on this one. I'm actually going to look at the over under, which is around 40, I think it's 46 and a half to 47. Uh, so give me the over there because I think a lot of points, I wouldn't say a lot of points is going to be scored, but I think it's going to be just enough to cover the over there. Uh, looking along the lines of a 27 23 or 30 27 type of deal, uh, game could go either way. Uh, with those, um, so yeah, give me Kentucky and Mississippi State, give me the over 47, give me Auburn as a two and a half point favorite against Ole Miss today for college. Um, as far as the NFL is concerned, uh, the easiest one I can give you guys Buffalo 14 point favorite at home against Miami. I that's 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 the easiest one I can give you there. Um, it should even be 14. I, honestly, this should be in the 20s. This, this spread should be in the 20s. Buffalo coming off the loss of Tennessee at home against the Miami team, who they already put 35 up on with no problem. So 14 is a, is a pretty easy spread for Buffalo to cover there. And for my last one, I will save because it's one of the pick'em games. Um, as far as the local, um, local bet, your best local bet is probably the Grizzlies tonight, just by default. Uh, Grizzlies are a two-point favorite against Miami tonight. The Titans are a three-point underdog against the Colts. Of course, Sharky will tell you more so about the Titans and the Colts than I can, because it seems like Tennessee just cannot beat Indianapolis for whatever reason. Um, or if you just really just feel like just really taking a chance, you can bet on Vanderbilt being able to stay within two touchdowns against Missouri today. <laughs> So, um, uh, those are my my bet my bets for the week. Uh, questions, concerns, suggestions. I'm open. There's one for you. I got Mike Patton to an ASC South man. Just on my step show. up and now allow as many points. Typically, with a good, I agree. Kentucky defense is pretty pretty nice, but in games like this, you especially in the SEC when it's a good defense. Somehow, some way, twenty plus is going to get scored. So uh, that's why I'm looking to take take the over here. So this could be one of the games where Kentucky's defense just has an outlier and not shows up and not show up. That's why I declared this week trap week because every single game is a trap for anybody that's ranked because it's a favorable matchup that can go either way. But Kentucky defense is great. This is a get right game for Buffalo. Yes, it's definitely a get right game for Buffalo because a lot of people felt they should have beat, beat Tennessee last week. Um, but okay, but Miami's the perfect matchup for them to get themselves back together. So yeah. Yeah, and I think one more thing to add to your point, Trevor, is going back to what you said about um, you know, unranked teams beating ranked teams. I think this year statistically there's been more upsets in that in that category as far as you know, unranked teams beating, you know, ranked teams. I think uh, this year's uh, I think set the record already. So um, yeah. I just think that it's as much as we scream like we want, you know, um we don't want the powerhouses of Alabama, you know, Clemson and Ohio State. Like it's it's still a lot of talent like throughout these other programs. And so I think that's why yes. we're starting to get you know, um, you know, get all these upsets. So I like it. Yeah. It's it, it definitely yeah. provides. And to this point, that's kind of why, to your point right there, is why I stayed away from Georgia and Florida. I think 
mm-hmm. 14, 14 points is a little high uh, for their game. I know it's going to be played on a neutral site, but I think it's still in Florida. So Florida could very well like show up and make this a game. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there you go. Actually, I was about to make this point right here. We beat the Colts the last two times we played them now. So okay. it's more so can we sweep the Colts more so than can we beat them? We okay. Last well, I, I, I stand corrected. Hey, I am human. I make mistakes at times. So, hey, it is yeah. what it is. But um, last couple years has been 1-1. So it's like yeah. can we find it? Sweep them now. Yeah. Um, I did. What saw, I saw the – I saw an extra bit uh, – this tomorrow, I know it's a road game, but the Rams at the Texans. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is back, but they're not starting him. Uh, they're still gonna start Davis Mills, and they are the 15 half point favorites over the Texans on the road. What you think? 15 and a half, the Rams, the, Texas, the Rams. yeah. I know they bear, I know Detroit last week, they I think they they didn't cover them. Detroit kind of played them close, so it can Detroit, yeah. Detroit played them close, but see, Detroit, the everybody Detroit, close. Detroit. Detroit Plays hard, they just can't get over the hump. Yeah. Um, Tyrod Taylor not playing. Remember that. If he was playing, yeah, Tyrod Taylor yeah. not playing. I take that. I, I think I would take that. I would take the spread I'm for the Rams. But some telling me they gonna play with their food too much, man. Like I need now, that staff. They do play the Titans next week, so it could be a look ahead somewhere. Mm. Yeah, and that, and that's that's the one. That's one. Of them, that's one of them deals. Like. They should cover this. They should cover this in the first half and be done with it. But I, I, I stayed away from that one just for that point alone. I think they're going to kind of cruise a little bit, try to do just enough to win because they're probably focused on the Titans next week. Yeah. You know, like you said, Texas trying to lose. Texas trying to lose. Yeah. Obviously, start Davis Mills over in the Tyrod Yeah. Right now. Houston, Texas, the now entire organization, they just need a blessing. Like, they got so much, like, stuff going on with them. Like, this whole Deshaun Watson thing. Them, we not even know who the hell is playing quarterback for them week in and week out. Like that, that entire organization just needs prayer. I think. <laughs> yeah, I love my I love my division. <laughs> Must be nice. Must be nice to have a guaranteed win every year. Well, we used to have that there sometimes, but anyway. Okay. Any other questions, comments, suggestions on bets for this week? Nope, Tennessee, Tennessee Vols on the bye. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Vols and the Tigers are on the bye. That's why I said Memphis, the Grizzlies get the default best bet. You could, yeah. you could obviously go with the Titans because the Titans have been rolling as well. Um, and then again, if you just feel like losing money or you're just feeling lucky, you could bet that Vanderbilt will stay <laughs> within 17 points against uh, Missouri. <laughs> So, hey, yeah, yeah, I stay away from them. <laughs> Took to say sad. And shout out to my homie Mike Patton, uh, host of the two and AOC South, who coming. Uh, he was just a yeah, shout out, shout out. Previous, uh, let's be uh, let's tighten up shows. So, real good guy. Be sure okay. to check him out. All right, all right, NFL week eight picks. Cool, cool, cool. So, before we get to the picks, um, I definitely want to see as the trade deadline for the NFL is coming up this week. Um, so didn't want us to really just focus on necessarily our team. So the question that's on the table is what's a what's a trade um, that you know that uh, two teams should should, uh, should should come together and you know mutually agree upon. Like you, maybe there's a there's a trade out there for 
you know, Carolina to go get Deshaun Watson. You, do, you think that's a good idea? The Green, Green Bay Packers just made a solid move. Uh, well, they had a solid win against Arizona. So, like, do they go all in on, you know, what they want to do? So, um, in the order of Trevor, Sharkey, Tuke, and then myself, what are some trade ideas that y'all think should happen before the deadline? Oh, man. I have really have paid tried to pay attention to who all has requested a trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, or has looked up because I know Deshaun Jackson is looked to be out on the uh, trade market. Uh, Melvin Ingram from the Steelers is looking to be moved as well. Um, man, I know the Steelers didn't want to do this, and because uh, I know they don't want to trade within the AFC, but I did. I did hear that Kansas City was a potential trade partner for um for melvin ingram and mm-hmm. i tweeted this on twitter if the chiefs are interested in melvin ingram like kindly send back tyron matthew and all will be good and tyron matthew brain may not move the needle as much but at least it's somewhat of an upgrade in our secondary at the corner spot um so if i would just name a trade that i would like to see with two teams tyron matthew for melvin ingram between the steelers and the chiefs yeah, I, I I saw that trade too, and I think I, when we when the when the still assigned Melvin Ingram, I definitely thought he was it was an interesting move because they you know they kind of in a sense committed to Tyler High Smith already. Um, they were still trying to figure out you know some of what they already had in their locker room, so kind of bring him. Out. I understood why they did it, but I mean he he wants to he wants to win the championship, which is why why he came to Pittsburgh, but. Just with, I think with them getting more linebacker good play out of what they already have, just trade the man. Like I'm not. Yeah, I, no, he is funny because he was told, I think prior to him signing that, hey, you're not gonna get as much playing time. Like you, we're we're set at the linebacker spot already with TJ and mm-hmm. Alex Highsmith. Like you're gonna be there as a sub to spell for them. So. Mm-hmm. For him to like kind of come out and request a trade, and that's exactly what's been done. Like, because I haven't seen them on the field as mm-hmm. much because Highsmith and TJ have been playing well. At this mm-hmm. point, you got to move the man, and I think Kansas City is a pretty good trade for him. I also heard one for Deshaun Jackson, but uh, Deshaun Jackson can't stay on the field enough for me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I tend to agree with him. I don't think that's their best defensive player. I just really had it doubt they trade him. But then again, they do need somebody on their defensive line. But I don't think Melvin Ingram will be the player they trade him for. Nicky with him. a game. Sorensen, too. That's what they need to get yeah, rid of. Yeah, that's what they need to get rid of. They'll straight up cut him. They'll straight up cut him. Yeah, they'll straight up cut him. Because that man is getting burned. That's the only reason Watson simply is because, yep, I do yeah, believe one. if he if he get, if he get traded, he's going to be instantly put on his employees. We talked about that. Yeah. So I think. Two was next. Or yep. Two. Okay. Um, Lito brought it up earlier, uh, really a couple of minutes ago with Deshaun Watson coming to Carolina. I would love to see that trade happen, but because of the situation we went through with our past owner, Jerry Richardson, I honestly believe that that kind of energy is the only reason that we don't have Deshaun Watson as a quarterback right now. Um, if y'all don't know, he was uh, Jay Richardson was accused of like sexual misconduct and everything mm-hmm. like that. So that'll be kind of like you bringing, you know, not only a quarterback, but a top five talent to this team after having an owner who was accused of doing the same thing. 
I love Deshaun Watson. I would love to see him in a Panthers uniform, but the chances of that happening are damn near slim to none at this point. Um, I would love us to see us to get a um, a blocker, you know, some kind of protection for Rick, when Christian McCaffrey finally comes back. Um, and then, like the the pathetic, you know, performance from last week from from uh, from Arnold, we got to get him some help. So I love to see a move for that. But I also like to see, you know, this, y'all spoke about Deshaun Jackson, you know, asking for a trade. Um, I'm not sure how his relationship was with Jameis Winston back with the Bucks, but if he can find his way into a Saints jersey, um, the Saints don't have too many good receivers outside of Michael Thompson. So uh, Michael Thompson, Michael, Michael Thomas. Um, so I forgot that man playing. I forgot you on the team. Be honest with you. Exactly, exactly. So uh, D, you know, DJ, y'all just say he can't stay on the field, <laughs> which you know may may be true, but I think he can help the Saints. I'm not sure how their relationship was with Winston back when they played with the Bucks. So, but that's all I like to say. Cool. Let me so see. Who think. Would you... Yeah, I think uh, yeah, did the Panthers I, I already back out? Did the article news come out? Did yeah, they I already? think yeah. I saw an article where they said that they backed the out. You, you yeah. never know. Yeah, I mean, right. it, it's it's all like if the if our if our last owner won a shitty dude, <laughs> then like I said, Deshaun Watson would be in a Panthers uniform right now. Yeah, it, no it's, it's, it. it's basically putting out a fire, but you bringing kerosene to it. So yeah, I, I get yeah. it. Uh, question you had, Trevor? No, I, I I didn't have a question. I, I just uh, just made my comment on that. But so. oh, okay, it's on you, man. Um, for me, I guess I have two. I guess uh, since y'all did y'all teams uh, for the Titans, uh, either one, either or, either get. I don't know what tight end might be on the market, but if we can't get a tight end, um, Cal Fuller from the Broncos, the cornerback, we could use some. I know we got Christian Fortson coming back, but. Uh, Jack Rabbit, uh, now Janoris Jenkins, I ain't calling him Jack Rabbit, he ain't playing like a Jack Rabbit. Uh, <laughs> we need a replacement for him, he, he ain't it. <laughs> I want to kind of give him a benefit of doubt because Malcolm Butler's first year, his first half of the season, he struggled, but he played great the rest of his time in Tennessee. So, I want to give Jack Rabbit that kind of benefit, but not really. Uh, we can get Kyle Fuller and just go out here and keep him pushing <laughs> with uh, Caleb Water being out for the season. But, um, just general NFL trade, speaking of Melvin Ingram, JJ White. Just got put out for the season. So the Cardinals, I I think that's a move that they should look into possibly. Mm, I sure forgot about JJ being out for the season. That is a good move. I you got something else. You see she hurt. They all know what goes on with the Panthers. Like when we get done. Nice. I will look them up for Thank sure. Power. Appreciate that. Yep. Appreciate that. I follow those for you. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. That. Definitely be um so Sharky, you so Sharky, you I had a trade I did for y'all. For y'all, I had two. I have one for y'all, and I have one for Green Bay. The one for I had for Tennessee actually wasn't for Kyle Fuller because my my worry with Kyle Fuller is he's he was really good. You know, I think mm-hmm. what two years ago, three years ago, and yeah. have not heard anything from him since then. So I'm not sure if that's injury, if that's him not playing to the level that he was. So I thought about what if y'all went for Stephon Gilmore for the Panthers? I know the uh-huh. Panthers just got him. But yeah. I feel like the Panthers made that move for Stephon Gilmore because they thought that they had a really good thing going. To no, he's not to going nowhere. Head, Sam Darnold ain't playing it well. So I'm pretty sure they like, all right, well, let's see what else we can probably do at quarterback. So maybe they will be willing to give uh, come out Stephon Gilmore. If anything, too, that helps y'all because you could get a better draft pick. 
See, when when I saw the videos of Gilmore coming in the city, like it was like, bro, I'm home. Like I've been yeah, he home. Place he's from city. there. Like he gonna sign yeah. the with us, bro. Like, the Titans. The Titans should have <laughs> made the move before. They should have yeah. been the team. They should have made the move before the, the Panthers. <laughs> yeah. did, yeah. I, I get traded twice in uh, the same year. Sure, yeah. I believe should Gilmore was one of the people that like decided where he wanted to go. To be honest yeah. with you. Cause oh, he want a new country. Right. He want a new country yeah. too. And like I say, he back home. So it's he back home. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Titans. Uh, we got to pay Harold Landry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Hopefully, he can play. Who, who has been balling by the way? Yeah, that's it. We got to pay him. <laughs> yeah, the other one that I had um, is for Green Bay. Like that, that win that Green Bay had on Thursday against Arizona is was really, really impressive. It was good. And I think if you're the Green Bay management, you know that Aaron Rodgers is not coming back. So I think the least that they could do is make a, a trade for some type of receiver. I know Aaron Rodgers is going to do what he's going to do with the receivers that he has. And Devontae Adams is just special. But I think they still need to get some form of a solid number two guy in there. So, again, OBJ is still out there. Um, I think we just we just talked to Sean Jackson. Um, and um i had one more receiver that i can't think about the i can't think of right now but just do something for aaron Rodgers. like that win was really impressive like so maybe adding another solid number two receiver will help you get over the hump of potentially you got to go against the rams or got to go against the bucks um in the nfc at some point you got to go against one of them teams to get to the to get a to the super bowl so like go and go all out with it being aaron Rodgers last year um is, is what i'm thinking with that one Man, you know, common sense ain't common in the NFL, dog. Crazy. It's not just an NFL. <laughs> one, of best quarterbacks in, one of the best quarterbacks of, like, the, of our generation, he just refused to just go get him a, a receiver. It's it's crazy. Anything else? Cool. I, I don't All think right. Deshaun gets traded, I think. I don't see nobody making that move. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm – a little surprised that he's upset. I mean, I wouldn't not surprised, not surprised he's upset, but I think he had to know going into that situation what it was. Like yeah. Cooper Cup is a legit Robert. He's a, a true like number one. Um Robert Woods is a true, like a really good receiver. So I'm not sure exactly what he thought this was. Like oh, I said they're gonna get the ball, they're gonna get targets. I bet Deshaun Watson. I think I must say Jackson. I meant Deshaun oh, okay. Watson. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. But oh, to yeah, your point no, about Deshaun yeah, Jackson, yeah. Move. Shouldn't, I think Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. I think he gone. Where the, they I'm might. surprised he ain't hurt by now. To be honest with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, well, Sarah said he only gets hurt when you play for the Eagles. I guess when he was <laughs> wow. a Washington, he was healthy. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, cool. Well, let's move on to the uh, the NFL uh, Week Eight pick. So first up, we have we just talked about this team. Do we have the Carolina to? Panthers going against the Atlanta Falcons? Um, I think this is a pretty decent matchup. Uh, two teams. In my opinion, that's kind of going in opposite directions. Atlanta has kind of played well over the past couple of weeks. Carolina has not played well over the past couple of weeks. So just kind of want to get you guys' take on who's going to win the game. Uh, same order. Oh, man. Yeah, as you said, Carolina's kind of been on the down spirals of late. Atlanta has been playing very well. Uh, this is really a toss-up for me, man. Um Nothing. I, I really do not know. I, and I think just last week was just put a whole lot in perspective for me, like with, with the Panthers. I, I hate to do it, but I'm going to take the Falcons. I'm going to take the Falcons in the cold one. Um, I, I just think that uh, Atlanta keeps it rolling. 
I, I will definitely give them a, at least a three. I give them a three point win. I will say that much. Um, wouldn't mind being wrong here, but I, I'm going to take the Falcons to, to, to get gotcha. this one. Interesting. Got it. Took you next, sir. <sighs> Do I got a pick? Yeah. yeah. Because y'all know how much I hate the Falcons. You're like y'all, y'all been with y'all know me for years. I don't think I knew that. I does I hate the Falcons. They're overrated. Matt Ryan, overrated. Thank God Julio with my boy team. Um, but last week against the Giants was one of the worst performances I've ever seen by my Panthers. And it was against a Giants who ain't got nobody. So it's hard for me to this everybody was hurt. <laughs> yeah, everybody's been hurt for the Giants. <laughs> and I'm like like Stefan Gilmore, we just talked about him. I think this would be his first game playing for us. So our defense will be there. But we gotta score points. We can't score. We can't we can barely score a field goal. <laughs> so I wanna pick my Panthers so bad. And like Uh-oh. I hate picking the Falcons. No, I'm going Panthers. I can't, I can't, I can't pick the Falcons. I'm going with the Panthers so much, and I believe in us so much because oh, I, if it was he, anybody he else, I'd pick anybody else. Okay. If it was if it was anybody else, I roll with I roll with them right now. But because I hate well, the Falcons, because, I should okay. let y'all know how much I hate the Falcons. Go Panthers. Oh. All right. Well, like me and Took, just gonna dive in the Panthers. We in last place and I pick them anyway, so we might as well just go and keep. Might as well swing. Might as well. Yeah, might as well that swinging because I'm going with the Panthers too, man. They got to stop the bleeding at some point. Three lost four in a row. Uh, I just did. I just don't trust the Falcons. And even I, sure the Panthers just lost to the team they beat, but the Falcons three wins have been against the Jets, the Dolphins, and uh the Giants. So I mean. When I think about that, I'm like, at least they can beat the Giants. <laughs> that's what I say. Yeah. I'm like, I need to do some Giants. So it's kind of hard to say that, but I'm like, you know what? Like, yeah, give me the Panthers. Shout out to the Tigers for winning that week because I, I got that was part of the perfect week. But go ahead, right. Scott. I, I got to catch up with y'all. So, so I hate to. You good, you are good, bro. Trust me, if it was anybody but the Falcons, I'd be picking them right now. That is the Falcons, only so we can pick Carolina. That is pick the up only one game reason I'm picking on. Carolina, bro. That is <laughs> I've, I've cost myself so much money betting on the Falcons, bro. That I'm just like, I would never do that again. Like, when somebody <laughs> tells me who they are, believe them. And the Falcons believe. has cost me too much money. I'm so that's why I'm going with Carolina. I promise you. This could have been the Texans, and I promise you, I probably would have picked the Texans. The Texans. I'm just playing, but I, I'll I'm never, I never bet on the Falcons. Never in my yeah. lifetime again. So I'm going with the Panthers. All right. Uh, I didn't expect that. I didn't <laughs> All right. So next up, never Pittsburgh Steelers are going to the Cleveland, Ohio. Um, mm. Very important game, actually, and I think it's important in terms of. Who win? Whoever wins this particular matchup still has a chance of making the playoffs. Whoever loses this, I think it's pretty much out of it, unless they make a pretty decent run in the second half of the season. Um, and so you know how we are when we talk Steelers and, and Browns. So same order. Who's winning this game? Who we? Um, only the tough, by the way. Yeah, only the tough. Only the tough. Welcome to the AFC North, everybody. <laughs> where nothing makes sense. Where nothing makes sense today. Hey, shout out to them, shout out to the Bengals. Who they? Yeah. Where nothing makes sense. <laughs> Who they? I say nothing, nothing makes Literally. sense right now. Nothing. Who they? Solid. Jackson, turn back up. To, to, Come on, to Scala's point, 
I think the winner of this game still has a chance for the playoffs. I think if the Steelers win, they still have a chance at the division because they still have they still haven't faced Baltimore just yet. And they still have one more matchup with Cleveland and Cincinnati apiece after this Sunday. Um, Cleveland's getting Baker back. How well he's going to be playing, I'm not sure. But they're also getting Nick Chubb back, so that's a good sign for them. Um, this is definitely one of my tune for Trevor Betts. Uh, the Steelers were a four-point underdog here. Um, give me Pittsburgh in this game. Uh, I think um, the offensive line is finally starting to click. Um, I know a couple of pieces are going to be out. I'm pretty sure now that Pittsburgh has figured out that to have some form of success, you need to hand the ball off to Najee Harris. Um, I think the Steelers are, I think, 2-0, and or I believe, when Najee Harris has 16 or more carries. So it's going to be a heavy dose of, of, uh, of Najee Harris. Honestly, whoever establishes the running game between these two teams is probably going to win uh, 90% of the time. So give me the Steelers here. And Tunica Trevor bet I will take the Steelers as plus four, uh, as a plus four underdog. They're either going to win outright, and if they lose, it'll probably be by three. So, you know, Pittsburgh. Cool. Good one on that one, Trev. Uh, running the game, like, that's the most important thing that will be a part of this game. Um, of course, I'm rolling with the Browns. I think they're going ahead and get, you know, Chubb going. Baker Mayfield ain't been the Baker, you know, of, of you know, previous years or a couple years, but – you know, like Trev said, the running game is going to win this one. And, the, you know, the, the Browns got the two better ones. So give me the Browns. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't think Kareem Hunt is back. No, I don't think Kareem Hunt is back. No, but Kareem their third string. The third string is nice, though. The third yeah. string is nice, though. Yeah. Deion Johnson. Deion Johnson. He did his. Thank you for helping me win my fantasy last week, dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> one, two. <laughs> but uh, I gotta ride with Tuke, man. We gotta ride together because, like I said, we're at the bottom. So, Browns are deals, man. Me, him gotta catch up to y'all. So, I'm let's go. Please pick your students. We got we gotta catch up, man. Uh, we need, hey, we need it this week, Sharky. We need no, it. Um, Sharky, I, I can't help you on this one. Uh, again, when somebody's closer to the yard, then you believe them. The Pittsburgh Steelers, in my opinion, even though they've won two straight, they won two straight against a Denver team at that point, I think it was 2-0, maybe 3-0. They're and they like beat the Panthers. Like the Texans and whomever else. So Denver, to me, was not that good. And we beat Seattle, who was without Geno. And a couple plays here, they could have won that game. So I still don't believe A game that shouldn't have gone offense. to overtime. Thank you, bro. I still don't believe the Steelers' offense. The defense, in my opinion, is still legit. Um, but I think – Cleveland will make an additional player two here to win the game. So I'm going with Cleveland. All right. So I'm by myself so, once again. So right. either either Trevor is about to take a like who who in first place? Is Trevor in first place right now? He's tied with me. So either oh, so man. something about to happen between y'all two. Somebody's about to be <laughs> <laughs> somebody yeah, about to be had a perfect week here. last week. <laughs> so what? I think he had a perfect week last week. Jesus, man. Well, we're rolling with Trevor then. Let's, I'm going to go with Salad then. We need, I got we need, Salad, we need your picks to hit. Reason, man. We need your picks to hit. Picks to hit. <laughs> oh, no, man. I ain't been doing too well lately. No, Lord. All right. Then last one, again, another difficult one. Watching two football team going against the Denver Broncos. We some good games this week, I think had a pretty bunch of hype going into the season. I think Washington – well, 
I think Washington did nationally. There was a lot of talk about how good their defense was going to be. They had Ryan Fitzpatrick, who, man, I forgot that quickly. He was on the team. <laughs> I um, and then a lot of people were into Denver Broncos, of course, naturally because of their defense and because um, of the signings that they made to, you know, put in, at the quarterback spot. So neither of these teams are doing well either. Um, so tell me who y'all got winning. Yeah, this is really a toss-up between two teams uh, that pretty much have the same trajectory of uh, this season. Uh, they'll beat a lot of the real, real bad teams, but when they play somebody that's highly decent, they just decide not to show up. Um, I'm actually rolling with the Broncos here. I think Denver is just slightly better than Washington. I think Washington last – I think it was last Sunday against Green Bay, if I'm not mistaken – they had four trips in the red zone, did not come away with any touchdown with a touchdown. I think and it was a 24 to 10 loss. That's a little alarming for me. If you can't score against Green Bay, you're definitely gonna have a difficult time trying to score against Denver. So uh give me the Broncos here. Uh so I'm on ESPN right now, and it says that if uh the Broncos lose, this will be their first winless October since 1967. Who um, and of course, they're playing a team with no name, so it's all bound to happen. You know, like I told y'all last week, the the matrix is glitching right now. So uh, I'm rolling with Washington right now. Dang, too. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Tony Cotrep on this one, dog. Um, That's cool, bro. He, man, he mentioned on scoring ten points against the Packers. They only scored thirteen against the Chiefs. The Chiefs. The Chiefs. They scored thirteen. Give me the Broncos. Yeah, they don't, they don't score thirteen against the Chiefs. I was like, if you can't score against the Chiefs and the Packers, you're you're gonna have a real tough time scoring against them. And he, and this is without Von Miller. Their defense is still pretty, pretty, pretty nice. So, sorry, took who was your pick? Washington. He picked Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Sharky, you went too. Sharky, you went with the Broncos. Yep. Okay. Sorry, just trying to make sure I got these right. Uh, so I guess it's on me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm going with the Broncos. This is exactly what y'all have said, which y'all have said already. Washington have been able to move the football against anybody. Um, Taylor Heineke, I'm not I'm not sure what um Washington thought they had in Taylor Heineke for them to like lose Ryan Fitzpatrick and then just like, yeah, we're gonna roll with this guy. Like, I'm not sure what like what led them to say, yeah, that's him and we gonna move on with him. Um that's that surprises me, but hey, it is what it is. So um, he hasn't played well. I've heard nothing of Washington's offense at all this year, so I'm going with Denver. And Cam is vaccinated now. Yeah, Cam's vaccinated. So, hey, Washington, give him a call. <laughs> Look, if they, if they wanted him, they would have been called him. They, I think right. Washington at this point, um, they, they, I think, setting themselves up to get you know, a better quarterback. Like we went They're from probably Jake Dow- to the draft. When when yeah, when uh we when we had what Jake Dow home, then went from Clausen to Cam Newton. I, I get these kind of vibes watching. Jimmy Clausen. I know Nine. man, thank God for Jimmy Clausen. Thank God for Jimmy Clausen. Because <laughs> if it weren't for him, we wouldn't have Cam Newton. So man, I think this would be the same thing awesome. that happened. It yeah. can't be a lot of people that are sitting there, that out there in the world. Because, like you said, they don't get Cam. If Jimmy Clausen ain't there, we, there we don't get Cam. Well, we're we the same Jimmy, way so. because between Cordell and Ben, Jesus Christ, we have a baby of quarterbacks. Cordell Stewart. Yeah. Like us between Steve and Aaron now, Ryan Tannehill. Everybody can be the Packers. That's true. Have, quarter, have a great quarterback every true. 20 years. That is true. But not, not to this year. 
Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get out. NBA, take it to the courts. Ja. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, Ja, ja, that, ja that guy. I love watching Ja Moran play. Shout out to mm-hmm. him being the Warriors the other day. It was a fun game. But now it's time we done got a couple games under our system, a week or two to watch our players. Now it's time to make those predictions that, you know, the world's been waiting for because y'all love Let's Be Real so much. We're going to get right into let, Let's start low, man. Who y'all got winning rookie of the year? Uh, in, in the order? We go, uh, we go Shark, Shark, Lido, and uh, Trail. All the way from Denver. Oh, She's going to go to the game. <laughs> no, they're about to come home. They've been partying in California for a week. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you said it's going to be too? Yeah, uh, we go Sharky and then you. Oh, you said Ricky of the year? Yeah, Ricky. Yeah, Ricky of the year. Ricky of the year. He's on you. He's on you, Shark. I think Sharky's pon- pondering on. <laughs> he's froze. He's froze. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, wow. So, well, he's gone. So, I'll go. Um, for okay. me, I'm still like riding hound this Jalen Green thing. Like, I just like everything that I've seen from him. His, you know, his explosiveness, like him being able to score the ball at all different levels. He's made quite a bit of plays already. Um, that's, you know, that's got him trending on Twitter here and there. Um, and I'm I'm sorry if I have to go here, Trevor, but when I see get Jalen Green, I get T Mac vibes. I just I just hey. absolutely get that. Just because he's slim, you know, he's a really good scorer, a really, really great finisher. People don't talk about that when they talk about T Mac. T Mac was a really like uh aggressive guy at the rim. So Jalen Green just naturally reminds me of that. And of course, he's in Houston, so there's that. Um, yeah. but I'm going I'm going with Jalen Green. Oh man. I, st- I know it's way early. I still need to see a, a little bit more out of a couple of people because it seems like a couple one night it'll be Jay. I'll be like, okay, Jalen Green could be that guy. Then there was a couple of games, Chris Duarte for the Pacers, you know, actually looked pretty solid as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan Mobley has probably been the most steady uh, out of the bunch as of right now. Uh, and I still need to see K. Cunningham. I need to see what he's going to do once he eventually uh, plays a game for the Pistons. Um, but if I had to choose somebody, I'm going to roll with Lito. I'm liking what I'm seeing from Jalen Green. I think it's about to be another. It's about to be a nice little youth movement in Houston right now. Houston has a lot, of, a lot of great young talent right now. And what I'm seeing from Green, I've been watching. I've watched Jalen Green whole time in the G League. Like he looks comfortable. One of the things that you would never say about a rookie these days is that he looks comfortable on the floor because of this time in the G League playing against other pros. It, it, it just comes naturally easy to him. Like Scott said, he's able to put up buckets, three-level score, uh, can definitely finish at the rim. Like He just looks comfortable. Like He looks like an NBA player. It looks like he's been in the league two or three years already, and he's just a rookie. Um, but if I had to choose somebody right now, it would definitely be Jalen Gray. <laughs> So, whew, Chris Duarte, man, got on my fantasy team. Looking nice. Um, he's, solid. he's solid, bro. He is man. a solid pick. Kudos to Indiana for for for, for picking. Yeah, that's him. a hit for them. Yeah, yeah, that's a pick. That was a person in Memphis State of seventeen that was on their list. But you know, we're not about to go there. <laughs> uh, that's that's but, uh, another podcast for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Duarte, man, Chris Duarte. I just believe Karis. He's averaging twenty points, nineteen point eight right now. 
Um, I just believe Karis LeVert, he's been out. And I don't know, is TJ Warren ever coming back? If he come, if he comes back, Karis LeVert is coming back. If TJ Warren does come back, that cuts into Chris Duarte's playing time because they're both yeah. they're both starting. So yeah, but but will it? Like I, I get what exactly what you're Karis saying. The right definitely is. Get you there, Karis the right definitely is. Now I can yeah, say TJ but, Warren maybe not. Karis the right yeah, is though. When you see you, Chris Duarte is solid, now, man. And they could start like, together. Yeah, they could start together. To your point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think his scoring goes down. It, it's tough. It, I can see. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking for rookie of the year, for instance. I'm thinking like that goes, that's going to cut into his rookie of the year campaign. Yeah. But uh, Jaden Green looking nice. Every moment looking nice. But I'm going to go with Scotty Barnes, bro. That man right Come there. Come on, man. Scotty Barnes. Right oh, there. yeah. That's the one I love. Hey. 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 When, when they drafted him, I was like, what? Ah, oh, he shut us up. <laughs> well, it shut me up for sure. He, he a lot of people out here. Like, who? I thought they should. I thought they should too. Jalen Suggs, but nah, give me Scotty Barnes, bro. I, I think, I think Toronto, maybe Indiana might be the best team. Of the, I don't know. Toronto, Indiana would be better than the other team. I kind of feel like Scotty Barnes is more Damn, of the, He's the one that build up players on Toronto. He can lead them to club, maybe to the eight seed or something. But yeah. I can see, I can see a scenario they having they give it to him over with Jalen Green or. uh if K Cunningham comes back, because both days teams gonna be so bad. I know rookie year goes to whoever the best rookie is, but after Ja got it, almost getting the standard is kind of yeah, yeah, the standard is kind of up. Though I say I still need to see K just to see right. what what just to kind of really get a measure. But yeah, Scotty Barnes has looked has looked great. So, but two, you're up. Yeah, she's been all over the land, lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, my my pick. My pick was like, but like Sharky's, like I didn't expect him to get, uh, say Scotty Barnes. I thought I was gonna be the only person that picked him, but um, when they when the Raptors drafted him, of course all of us were confused. But I believe that they did go with the best player they thought was available. You can see that when they got Van Vliet, um, when they picked Precious or Tua, like their front office know what the hell they're doing as far as drafting players. So, uh, like I said, when they got Scotty Barnes, all of us were confused. But you know, a part was like they know what they're doing. They'll be all right. And then. Scotty Barnes, here he is, I think, averaging the most points out of all the rookies right now. Um, so he's on a good team. Well, he's on an upcoming team. They could fight for that eight seed, and because of that, I think he can go ahead and win, like you said, Shark uh, Rookie of the Year. All right, so let's move up to Defensive Player of the Year. Who y'all got? Um, This one's tough, man, because um, I think there's always talk for Giannis to get it. I think there may be some fatigue with that particular pick. Um. Man, I honestly have no idea. I'll I'll put this name out there because I want him to get more recognition. I'm still go Bam. I've been a big advocate of Bam and his ability to play, to play defense, and he does not get the recognition that he rightfully deserves. But you say somebody like somebody being able to guard one through five, like with no issue. I've seen him do that quite a bit of time over and over. So I'm just throw that name out there. I don't think he'll get it, but I think. He should definitely be a candidate. Yeah, he should definitely be in the consideration because he did exactly what you just said last night against the, the Hornets, which is why they, they got the win that they got. Uh, with this award, there's probably going to be a lot of fatigue between Giannis, Rudy Gobert, especially him, especially after him getting torched in the playoffs by Terrence Mann, and uh, of course, Draymond as well, because those are your typical three guys who's usually in the running for that award every single year. 
I'm going to roll with ma'am as well. I, I just think that it's at some point you're going to have to pay attention to what this guy has been able to do on the defensive end. I think a lot of times we forget we pay attention to the stats and everything and just look at, you know, blocks, rebounds and things of that nature, or just look at the analytics and things of that nature and kind of just take that as opposed to just seeing what we see on the floor, what we watch on TV and Bam's ability to guard one through five, which is a rarity in the NBA these days, um, doesn't get highlighted enough. Um, he doesn't get as many blocks as the other guys. He doesn't get as many. He may not get as many rebounds as the other guys, but, I think at some point you got to give them some recognition. And I think if Miami is a top team in the East this year, I think finally he gets that nod. So, and I think Miami will be a top team in the East. So give me Bam. And I agree with y'all for the same reasons. I think Bam gets it. I think Miami might have the best defense in the league by just the judging for the first couple of weeks. And I think the continues with Kyle Lowry, uh-huh. Jimmy Butler, Bam, it just, you got you got that's defense right there, and I think that's gonna continue. And I think Bam will get that recognition this year. I think Miami will be one of the uh, top seeds in the East, and that'll help out with it. And like you said, but like y'all said, can just stay healthy. If y'all can just stay healthy, Miami is going to be. I think if I don't care if you're Brooklyn, I don't care if you're Philly, I don't care if you're um, anybody in the East. Like you gotta like look and pay attention at what Miami is doing defensively, and they've been good defensively like for a minute, but. This year, if they can continue play, playing at the level that they are and staying healthy, they're going to be somebody to mess with. I agree more, and I think we got a sweep with this one because I'm going BAM as well. Um, most defensive teams, um, when most great defensive teams, when you do have a player win an award, nine times out of ten, it's going to go to the big man. We can, you know, call out the Marcus All and the, you know, Tony Allen situation. Or, you know, with the Pistons back in the day when they had great defensive people and Chauncey and, and, and Rip, but, you know, Ben Wallace won the award. So I think nine times out of ten, it does go to the big. So uh, we got a BAM sweep with that one. Shouldn't be a sweep on this one. Six man of the year. Who y'all got? Um, can I say Carmelo Anthony? You can say Carmelo <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> I'm going to say Carmelo Anthony. For the simple fact that he's going to get a lot of minutes for the Lakers team, which is going to allow him to put up the points, you know, requisite to to win that particular award. Um, I think the Lakers have – didn't watch the game last night, but I think some form of their five, at least closing the game, has mellow in it in some type of fashion um, to kind of help, you know, put another shoot on the floor for LeBron and AD and Russ. So um, I think that's going to allow Melo to, you know, to get up his points, get up his stats like this. I'm going to Melo. Mellow as well for the exact same reason. I I watched the game last night against Cleveland, and then of course I watched the game against the Grizzlies. Like him being able, getting the minutes that he's getting, and still being able to do what he does is going to work wonders for the Lakers. And I think it's just a matter of him just coming in the game and just do you. And for those two games, it's paid off um, for Mellow and for the Lakers. So I, I and I really can't see anybody else kind of mirroring what he's doing right now so yeah give me mellow for six man of the year this is tough for me because this player could very well win most improved player and that's tyler hero so i'm not sure he can't he's not gonna win both now i'm trying to figure out which one he most likely would win and that's the tough one um saying give me 
Yes. Yeah, oh, because he can get most improved player. I give him. I give Tyler Hero. I think his scoring. He's averaging probably close to twenty now. I think that's gonna go down some. So that's gonna help. That's gonna hurt him more than the most improved because his his numbers last year still like 13, 12, 13. So if he just jump up to sixteen, that's not big enough that's to win most improved. Really so. No. Yeah, I give him a, I give him six man. I give him six man. I almost went with DeAnthony Melton with Dylan Brooks coming back. I think DeAnthony Melton would come off the bench and he'll be the only scorer off the bench because ain't nobody else. Brandon Clark, goodness, but give me uh, uh yeah, <laughs> give me Tyler Hero. Yeah, Clark ain't Clark ain't him what I think he. he yeah, are you Clark. saying what I think you saying, Sharky? Because there's another guy who could very well was probably going to be my pick for most improved if he stays on on the run that he's on right now. But two, go ahead. Um, I love y'all know me. I love me some mellow. Great analysis on him. Um, but the Utah Jazz are still undefeated. Um, John Clark won last year. He's averaging more points than Melo right now. And I think by the end of the season, Utah, like I said, they're number one right now. I don't see them yeah. falling too far off, to be honest with you. They could be a top three team. So same same situation as last year, top three team. Um, 17, 18 points a game. I think John Clarkson yeah. averaging right now. So give me John Clarkson right now. Um, and like I was like I was with you, Sharky. Um, we can go most improved right now. Um, my pick was actually Tyler Hero, too. I go ahead and go. Uh, average, you know, he can he's he's playing different. Like y'all, you see him playing different. If she is on, I'm pretty sure he can attest to it. And he's averaging 22 for 15 points a game last season. So if I had to pick a most improved right now, it'd be Tyler Hero. Who you got, Lito? You on me? Um, yeah, y'all already said it. it's Tyler Hero, and Tyler Hero is one of those reasons why, like, Sharky and I, we always say, like, yeah, like what you do in the offseason, you can put up the videos, you can say you're working out with X, Y, and Z, but what you're showing me in the offseason, can you do that in the regular season? And what he put up in the offseason is what he's doing in the regular season. He's backing up all the talk that he was saying he was going to do. He looks much more poised, looks much more like like a proven, like uh, not gonna say a proven NBA player, but he looks like he belongs. I'll say that. Um, so he's looked really, really good to start the season. I hope he kind of continues that because again, that's nothing but adding that's icing on the cake for Miami. Yep. Uh, my pick is also gonna be Tyler Hero for most improved player, but for those exact reasons. But I do want to give an honorable mention to who could be in the running and if things continue the way that they can continue. And that's Desmond Bain, aka Phone. Uh, no yeah, I like they, it. I like it. Second leading scorer right now on the Grizzlies at just below 20 a game, shooting uh above 40% from three on eight attempts a game. Um Part of the reason why the Grizzlies are where they are right now at above 500, of course, we all know with, with John Morant. Um, but I just think once Dylan gets back, if things may slow down as a tad bit for Desmond Bain, which could hurt him in the um, most approved player race, because at some point you got to factor in who's going to get more minutes between him and DeAnthony Melton. Not if he come off the bench. If Bain come off the bench, he, he'll be fine. They're not putting him on the bench. I'm sorry to tell you that. Yeah. It's only it's only so long that you can keep keep that on the bench, like at, at, at some point. But I think once, I but yeah, but at the same time, I think between him between him and the Anthony Melton, once 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 the debate becomes who should get more minutes, that's probably was going to hurt him, and that's why I'm going to lean more towards Tyler Hero for most improved player. <laughs> And like I said, I chose him six man a year. I was juggling, so I chose him six man. So I got to choose somebody else. Most improved, most improved normally goes to a player who takes that leap, right? Goes from like fifteen points to twenty five points. Julius Randle, perfect example. 
one uh, got the most approved last year, made the all-star team, made the jump. So on our starting five podcast, it's actually uh, a teammate of Desmond Baines. I picked John Moran's MVP candidate. I'm not going to actually pick him to win MVP. He'll get most improved. Jumping from 19 points. He's at 30 points now. I doubt. I'm pretty sure he's going to down. Yeah. Um, but if he gets about – he get 25, 26, 19 to 25, 26 points a game, shooting 54%, 40% from three. Like, those numbers probably going to slow down. But if he just even stay like 37% from three, 49% field goal, and he makes the all-star team, Julius Randle last year, John Moran this year. Yeah, that's, that's all-star. Yeah, that's all-star numbers right there, yeah. I, I Has there ever been that. a rookie of the year to win um, most improved? I don't think it's been. I don't think so. Well, yeah, make some there may have been. I, I have to look. Make some history, y'all. It's all like it's all about confidence. Like we brought up Tyler Hero, like you know, playing with a you know Jimmy Butler, who's gonna tell you what's up, who's gonna keep it real. Bam, you know, top ten Larry. Like those playing with those kind of guys that give you the confidence to go out and you know do your thing and back up what you was gonna say all summer. So. Uh, salute to Tyler Hero, man. Um, speaking of confidence, somebody that should be giving their teams confidence, the coaches. Who do y'all have winning coaches of the year? Um, coach of the year, I'm going to go with Taylor Jenkins. I'm going to go with Taylor Jenkins for the simple fact you see what this Memphis team looks like, you know, to start the season versus kind of what they look like to kind of finish the season. Like, I just kind of like some of the the moves that he's making. I think, you know, a big part of that is, is starting Desmond Bain. So being able to make moves like that, and again, we talked about on the starting five that the Grizzlies could very well win their division and have a top four seed. So I think if you go, um, you know, if you have your team going from, what, the ninth seed last year uh, mm-hmm. up to the fourth or, you know, fourth or fifth, and again, you see what Josh's doing. You see what Desmond Bain is doing. You see what the team overall is doing. Um, I think he should at least get some talk. Now, I don't think he'll win it, but if I had a vote at the end of the year, he would definitely be mine if those if all those things happen. Put myself on mute there. Um, give me Taylor Jenkins also for Coach of the Year. I think – for the Grizzlies, if they're able to make this jump that we're predicting them to make uh, from being a nine seed, basically being the eight seed two years ago, Josh rookie season, to the nine seed and winning the play-in to get in the playoffs last season, and the potential for them to win the division and possibly end up in the top four, at some point you got to recognize what Taylor Jenkins has done here. So I, I'm going to go Taylor Jenkins here. Although – does got to fix the defense a little bit, but I, I still think he gets denied. So, Taylor Jenkins. Man, I just looked at the coach of the year some of the last couple of years, and I noticed Quinn Snyder has never won it. If Utah stay on this change trajectory, what? that they – nope, Wait. he hasn't won it. Man, okay. He I thought he won it. Like yeah, no, because T- yeah, Tills won it last year, well, which is surprising year. enough to me. Nick Nurse so, won it. Nick Nurse Nick won Nurse wanted, uh, Mike Woodhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Casey, I Mike thought he won that thing at least twice. I, at least, yeah, okay. I forgot, man. I had looked. I was like, hey, if Jenkins Quinn doesn't won. win it, if Jenkins doesn't win it, Quinn Snyder is my one. He has to. Yeah, he he's my one. He has to get the nod at some point. Like, if they repeat, when, like they don't know what you're doing, they repeat what they did last year at the regular season. This year, he got it. I mean, I'm – for the fact that he hasn't won it yet, he probably should have won it last year. I understand Tom Thibodeau winning. I think I chose Tom Thibodeau because nobody's making no, he should have won it last year. 
He should have won it last year. Yeah, because nobody expected Utah to make that leap. Only reason teams got is because it's New York. Well, you remember, <laughs> but you remember what you call uh Phoenix coach was in it too. Like he could have very well won it. So it was, well, he was, was my really pick like, to win it, and I felt yeah, like yeah. too. I, I would have picked Snyder or Monty Williams before I picked uh Tom. Tips. Yep. So yeah, give me give me Quinn Snyder. He got to win it. Like hey, yeah, that, that's good for the he has one. He's done a he's great my, job. He's my one He's my one. He's been there. Trev, you pretty much just. Um, said the reason why I'm picking my coach of the year, it's New York. Um, give me, give me, uh, Coach Tibbs. Uh, right now, they are tied for a number one seed right now with like a couple other teams. But the way that the Knicks are playing right now, the way that the culture has shifted, the way that everybody in the media is talking about them, um, if he was able to win last year, <laughs> everybody gonna be on, <laughs> on him this year. So <laughs> it's New York, like you just said. Uh, and they're actually playing really, really good basketball. Um, so give me, give me, give me, um, coach Tibbs. All right. And then last but not least MVP, who y'all got winning MVP. Uh, All right. Oh man. MVP is a tough one. I think KD is going to get it. (laughs) I think KD is going to get it. I think KD is going to get it. Um, I know Brooklyn is struggling right now. I still believe that Kyrie is going to get vaccinated at some point, uh, which will help their the, the team get better. <laughs> Call it what you want. Um, so I think that, and I, again, Brooklyn has struggled out the gate, but I think KD is going to – I think KD – there's going to be a couple times this year KD kind of goes on like, you know, a 30, 35, 40 point per game, you know, he was going to do that for like a couple of stretches of the time. Like he's going to do that for several weeks at a time. So uh, give me KD. I think they'll give it to him. I just yeah. hope it's not Luca again. Well, not again, but just I'm I'm tired of that hype. KD is a safe pick. Don't get me wrong, but I I, I said what I said last year about KD. I think he's going to do he's going to do what you're saying he's going to do. But I think at some point he's going to preserve himself for the playoffs. Um, this is going to be out of the gate. But my MVP is going to be Paul George. Um, I think that what Paul George is doing right now, because especially if you watch the game last night where the rest of the Clippers just did not show up, uh, if he stays on the run that he's been on with this tear and he's averaging around, I think he's averaging close to 40 right now. I think it's around about, it's north of 30, close to 35 a game right now. So if he stays on that run and somehow wills the Clippers to the playoffs, I can definitely see voters giving him the nod on some 2017 rush type of deal uh, just for the simple fact that Kawhi has been out and he's been able to maintain uh, playoff contention for the Clippers. So it's a shot in the dark. But, yeah, give me Paul George as MVP. And kind of the same reason you picked Paul George, especially because they had to finish like top four or top five for him to get it. Steph Curry for me, I think um, – he was in the top – well, he's in the top three, final three, finalists last year. He was in the last three last year. Yeah. And that didn't even make the playoffs. So, what you think they're going to do when they actually finish top four? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah, give me step. I think that they're going to finish top four or five. Man. I mean, at that point, if he's going off like he's been doing, even with Clay come back, Clay is going to have to slow – Clay is going to be slow, right, coming back in. Even when Clay gets back up to speed, it doesn't mess with Steph's stuff. I mean, at that, Steph won MVP back-to-back years with Clay. So, give me uh, Steph. 
Man, Sharky, we, we we here today, man. I thought I thought Trev was my alien <laughs> brother, but we we here today, Sharky. We here. Uh, of course, I'm rolling <laughs> with Steph Curry, but literally the same reasons you just said, like to not make the playoffs and still, you know, finish top three. I mean, this MVP, the way it's going, you know, <laughs> if Warriors gonna be a top three team, especially when Clay, Kaminga, and, and Wiseman getting into the mix, like sheesh, that's you know that that's a championship team right there. Which is you know the question I want to ask y'all: Who y'all got going to the championship? Um, I go ahead and start us off. Um, as much as I want to actually go to Lakers, I'm not sure if Russ and LeBron the mesh like that in order for them to win a ring. Like they got every, they got all the other pieces. You know, they can definitely add more shooting as well. But Katie left Russ for a reason. Um, and I love Russell Westbrook, Trev. I know you love Russell, but two ball dominant people that need the ball in their hands. Like I don't care what people say. LeBron, he's 17 years into the league. You're not going to take the ball out of his hand just like that. And then you're giving it to Russ. So I'm not sure how that will mess into a championship basketball. And I and I want to be wrong because I want Russ and Melo to win away. I want to be wrong. But right now the Warriors are playing, you know, like one of the best teams in the league, and they're missing pieces. So once they get them pieces back, they'll be going against the Bucks, um, who no one has an answer for Giannis. Um, y'all know I love me some KD, but – Damn, <laughs> Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge and Paul Millsap not stopping what 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 Giannis is about to do, and he's they're the Bucks at an all time high confidently right now. Um, so give me the Bucks and the Warriors in the finals this year. Uh, Warriors for me. I've seen what the Warriors have done to the Lakers several several times, and that's hard to ignore. I I just can't ignore what the Warriors are doing to the Lakers every time they they match up. So I'm going to go with Warriors as well. Warriors and sorry, Warriors and Nets. I'm sorry, Warriors and Nets. I'm Warriors sorry. and Nets. Okay. I was about to say Warriors. Uh, okay, I, I would. <laughs> that'll be a fun. That'll be fun. That's what we, like, that's what we got okay. winning. Period. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> I want to pick the Nets, but I think for them losing Kyrie Irving was a huge blow to them because now for them to win games, they're gonna actually have to play defense and get stops. Because with with Harden, with Harden, KD, and Kyrie, you basically was telling everybody, we finna score 150. You either match us or it's a guaranteed L. And now with Kyrie out, that's 25 to 30 going tonight. So now with KD and Harden, you got to try to lock in and get stops. And who knows if what's going to happen with Kyrie. We don't even know if he's going to even play this season. Probably not because he's not going to get vaccinated. So I'm going to give the edge to the Milwaukee Bucks to come out of the East there. Now, as far as the West is concerned, I do think the Lakers figure it out. Um, But I think it's not really more so of Russ. It's more so of Frank Vogel. And it's more so the most common sense thing that nobody just decides they want to do. Like, if you want this to work, put Anthony Davis at the five. And get put another shooter out there with Russell and LeBron. It's just that simple, but you don't want to do that. You got you gotta watch Kwame Brown, bro. You gotta watch Kwame huh? Brown. You gotta watch Kwame Brown because he breaks that down perfectly on why they don't put Anthony Davis at the five. Like perfectly. You, you, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to send you the link, bro. Send, send me that link because I'll definitely watch. Like, but yeah, you gotta you have to put him at the five or something like that, man. Just to, just to at least 
try to make this work because with the two big lineup that you have, you can't have Russ on the floor with LeBron. Like you would have to stagger minutes with the two of them. Like at least try to keep at least one of them on the floor at all times. Um, I do think they figured it out, man, but the Warriors are a well-oiled machine, man. And I don't see Phoenix look like they're going to take a step back. Um, the Grizzlies are not ready yet. Utah, they'll make a run, but somehow somebody else will knock them out. Um, so give me the Bucks and the Warriors, and I think the Bucks repeat. Because nobody has an answer for Giannis. Dang. Shout out to Antoine Galloway, man. Come, come yeah, in. Yeah, shout out. Come in. He's saying, come in. Sure. On the He's show. saying Bucks and Lakers. Yeah. I, I, I would love sure. for that matchup. I would love for us to, to get back to the finals and possibly have a chance at another championship. But Frank Vogel's going to have to figure this out, man. My, my man, it's, it's, a, it's sure. a rotation issue. It's all what it is. It's just like, a rotation. He, 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 done, he done been to summer 2022 already. Like, he's saying for sure. Yeah. <laughs> nah, what up, bro? <laughs> Yeah. Of course, we have to do like some midseason updates because a lot of stuff can happen between now and then. Injuries, trades, uh, really swing. Yeah, out that's teams. why we're doing it early so, so in midseason we can change if we uh information, information, information changes so we can change our picks if we can. It's our show, so hey. No. <laughs> uh, he also asked before we go. Any love for? I don't. I any love they, for Jamal Murray come back? Never doesn't know when he's coming back. And I, I then, watched them like I watched them against Utah. I watched them get destroyed by Utah, and then turn around and destroy the Mavs. But in the Utah game, Jokic went out. But I don't know. They don't know when he's coming back. I heard they're taking their time with bringing him back, mm-hmm. and we all know that Jamal Murray is not prone for the regular season. He's more prone for the playoffs anyway. So. When he gets back, let's just hope that Denver has a favorable matchup and have a favorable seed to where they can still make noise because they could very well still make the playoffs but be below between five and eight. Let's uh, just just gonna keep it one hundred. <laughs> I'm somebody that believed like when you come into the season injured nine times out of ten, you're not gonna play your best. And with it being an ACL tear with Jamal Murray, who produces a lot for the Nuggets. Um, I'm not sure if he can come back this season and make that impact we want him to. Most times um, players have a, a summer, you know, to better – they're better their body, they're better their mind. So that question asks us that for next year. Like the Nuggets yeah. going to be super scary next year. But this year I don't have too much love for Jamal Murray and the, the fella to, to tell y'all how I love the Nuggets. So. Now, uh, this can all yeah. change. I will say this. Let me take a look. This could all change if Michael Porter Jr. gets him going. Mm-hmm. He's all he's having 12 right now. He got that big contract. Like, we need you in the 20s, buddy. Especially with Jamal Murray. <laughs> right, straight up. Straight yeah. up. Uh, shout out to our guy Zach. He's telling with the end, man. Lakers ain't making it. They won't have the juice by the end. I can be able to see that. That's, that's why I'm, here's the thing. That's why Russ is there so LeBron can take games off. Uh, see the game against uh, what game was that? I can't remember which game it was. It wasn't it was the one before Oklahoma City where Russ and AD had that uh, huge game? I think where they both had 30 apiece. That's why they're there to, to kind of spell LeBron. But I kind of agree with you. I don't think somebody's gonna, some, they're gonna have a hit, they're gonna take a major injury at some point. And again, I don't think Frank Vogel is gonna figure out the rotation 
until uh, I don't think he's gonna figure out the road. Yeah, I'm gonna have, have to send you that link, bro. I'm gonna have to send you that link. Talk about uh, Mike. Talk about Michael Porter right here. Yeah, Michael. <laughs> he ain't got the bad. And immediately came out and started struggling. Like, yep. bro, <laughs> 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 oh man. But uh, my pick for the finals right now, early season. Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and go on the wild side. Nobody's picking them. I believe they got humbled a little bit in the postseason last year. Uh, they choked against the Clippers, but give me Utah. I just give me Utah to they gonna use that as the motivation to turn it to come out of the playoffs this year and prove everyone wrong to make it to, make it to the finals. Uh, and early season. If Miami and Milwaukee play again, give me Miami. So give me Miami versus Utah, the ugliest finals. Ever. I like that. I like that. That's early it season. Ain't ugly for me. Early I season. Love it. Right, I like that. <laughs> That's early season. Hey, hey, I like hey, that. I had to, I had to choose different man. It's early season. We are gonna change this stuff. It's early. Look, here's the thing with Utah. Antoine, I guarantee you, both of these picks are gonna change right all of our <laughs> but here's the thing with like Utah. Utah literally have like all the pieces there. They like, really I don't do. know. It's like them. a mental thing. Yeah. It's very mental. Like they got a great coach. They got a, a, a superstar in, in Donovan Mitchell. Great defense. They don't have the world talking about how Rudy Gobert gave the world COVID last year. So it's like <laughs> yeah. they there. Like literally nobody said they're right. Nobody said nothing about them. Yeah. Nobody said and they're literally yeah. like one of the only undefeated teams. They may be the only undefeated team left in the league. So Utah is there. <laughs> you they're there. I think they are because they're gonna be no one seed again for sure. It's just when when it's gonna say in the playoffs, what they're gonna do in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. We also see yep, and Utah are good. the only undefeated team as of right now. <laughs> yeah, they're Hey, that's a bold. Hey, that's a bold. Hey, hey, yeah, that's what we're here for. And what? what? <laughs> no look. I mean, here's the thing. We talked about this last year. Like, whenever a Grizz <laughs> player gets traded, they win a ring. So, I mean, it, it's still there. Mike Conley's still there. Mm. <laughs> Mike still there. The Come on, guys. Too. Conspiracies are there. We he here. got another contract, too, and just stay in Utah. <laughs> yeah, like, Utah's a will. Utah is nice, but it's just like something always happens with them and they end up being knocked out. So um I I, I can see it one hundred percent. But they need they need to start playing actual trap jazz in them. Uh, maybe that'll get the people's on. Like it's all in the music. I know I love me some yeah, well, play some trap sweet, jazz, man. Instead of sweet Caroline. <laughs> Come on, man. Remix sweet Caroline for my boys. <laughs> Oh man, all uh, right. I would say if you can make it, make it it's because Connie is exactly, and that's the that's yeah, the way that's, that, that does give me pause because he's, he's never key, healthy huh? when it comes yeah, down he's to gonna be key season, to so Definitely. he got to stay healthy. Yep. That's one facts. If they come back, it's gonna be a wrap for the West unless they match up with the Warriors. Oh, yeah, hey, oh, 100 <laughs> take them out. That's why unless they match up with the Warriors, still a job. Hey, I like that one. The man to Miami take you. Yeah, I don't know nobody saying about Miami. I mean, I think that's not that far fetched. They were just there two years ago. They look really good so far with the new addition. Saying Tyler Hero looks back to what everybody yeah, thought I the trajectory need, he was Tyler on. Tyler Hero to kind of keep it consistent for me to right. be like, all right, maybe Miami can knock off Milwaukee because I, I said it on starting five. Grayson Allen was a nice little addition to, <laughs> to Milwaukee mm-hmm. to the starting five. I'm just going to yep. be honest with you. But you know, anybody got trolling now? 
Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Not this week. I, I, okay. Like, I DJ last night. It was just weird. Like, we, we brought up Sweet Caroline. It was just weird that an eight-year-old asked me, like, three times to play Sweet Caroline. Like, an eight-year-old <laughs> asking me to play Sweet Caroline. Wow. Like, I just have to, you know what? That that needs there. to be a that needs to be a debate. Like, as far as what? What, what will be considered the white folks, like, not necessarily I was I was a national anthem, not the national anthem, because you know for us it's, swag it's either enough if you buck or swag surfing. Like what will be <laughs> or Memphis did some stuff here in Memphis. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I, I, that's a that's a nice debate. I'll go journey, don't stop believing. Like cause I get live off that one. I ain't gonna lie. I don't yeah, stop believing. Yeah, don't stop on, believing. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Living on a prayer. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Living on a prayer is a good one too. That's a good one. I think I think Antoine brought brought back up the books about Diva Chenzo. I I agree, but I think if Grayson Allen continues to play as well as he's been playing, I, I don't see. I think Diva Chenzo's minutes is going to shrink just a little bit. I still think he gets playing time. And I still think he'll be effective, but if Grayson's doing what Diva Chenzo was asked to do. They'll be fine. Right. Yep. All right, man. Just for this episode, thanks. Uh, shout out to everybody who tuned in. Shout out to Antoine, yes. Zach, uh, Miss Wanda Catchings, Mama Catchings. Uh, make it back to Memphis safely. And my guy, Mike Patton, to an AFC South. Be sure to check out his show. Uh, before we end off, of course, let's do our own promo. Welcome to Let's Be Real Media, a podcast network that provides your official game plan for sports, culture, and music headlined by the let's be real podcast featuring p shark scott lido tail shakir trevor sheedy and savage and includes other podcasts like the all know sports podcast by savage the let's tighten up podcast by p shark scooting with sheedy by none other the name says itself sheedy Pittsburgh county podcast by trevor and let's talk about it by uncle mike you can follow us on social media at lb real media on twitter instagram and facebook and as you can see, the website, go on the website, lbrealmedia.com to check us out. Thanks. And there we have it. Shout out to Antoine. Say shout out to us, man. Appreciate that, Great work, man. Appreciate that for sure. We definitely. Yes, I tweeted yes. there. Yep. I tweeted this week. I'm like, we truly appreciate anybody who uh, man, who tune, tunes in to us. Check us out, man. man. We working out here, man. We, we, we trying out here. We trying to be the new thing in the city. So hey, on the up and coming, of course, let's tighten up next week. Uh, going to LA for the LA Rams uh, Sunday night game. Titans Rams next Sunday, so I might oh, go live. House. Okay, yes, sir. That's what's up. I might, might have to go live on the uh, Titans podcast page. I let everyone know. Uh, got, hey, got a, got a hey, California hey, Titans fan. So that's what's up. Yep. So man, a California Titans fan. Yeah, they got, got like a whole. They got like a whole group. They got like a yeah, tailgate yeah. and everything. I'm mean, checking that joint out. Ah, <laughs> oh, he put so, yeah. Shark even to be lit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's coming up. But uh, like I said, uh, anybody else got anything? Man, look up crypto, y'all. Y'all, this yes. is gonna be one of the things look, that, look I, that I talk about. I'm looking to invest in crypto too. When you had a conversation. Because I am I looking. Mean, we need to have that conversation on this show. Um, yeah, I'm somebody that's a strong advocate at this point for cryptocurrency. 
Yes. So we're gonna have we're gonna talk about that later on next episode, whenever. But we need to have that conversation on this show for real. Yeah, and be on the lookout for the next mixtape called To Infinity and Vishon <laughs> by uh <laughs> by John B. Lightyear and uh Sons Lightyear. <laughs> I'm through <Sons> Lightyear. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to see that movie. Shout out to Chris Evans. I got I gotta see that joke too though. That's gonna be nice. We need a black so, Hey, I'm on it. I agree. Hey, 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 I hey, agree. Hey, I'm researching. <laughs> I'm researching, dog. Come on. I already got the name for it and everything for a black crypto. I'm <laughs> telling y'all. All right. Y'all think I'm playing. Y'all hey, think I'm playing. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I, I know, right? Yeah. My fright, my, my flight was free. Hey. Hey. Don't worry. my house kick in, man. <laughs> You going by yourself or you going with the wifey? Uh, I gotta go by myself. She well, we discuss out there. But yep. All right, bet, bet, bet. All right, y'all. Till next time though. Peace. Peace. Deuces.